The Tilted Land Shark Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get 200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to the Tilted Land Shark Podcast. This is, I think, episode five. My lord, we haven't been canceled yet. That's amazing. But we had a stellar weekend of that flat ball action with the AUDL. I'm one of your hosts, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oaklawn. With me, as always, I've got Zach. Ooh, I didn't come up with the nickname in advance. Oh, boy. Yeah. Ooh, quick, under let, quick under feet. Quick under feet. Oh, I don't know if I can do it. I'm going to have to let it fly later, I think, uh, you know, coming off of the, uh, <laughs> you know, off of something. I'm going to need some sort of divine inspiration to strike me. Uh, man, big weekend of games, good weekend of games, but we'll get to that. How was yeah. your weekend? Dude, weekend was great. Relaxing. Got, uh, you know, Mother's Day weekend. Yeah, this split yep. time between my family and the girlfriend's family, so we did that pretty well. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, the week-to-week life is kind of chaotic, so to be able to kick back, relax, enjoy the weekend. We had Kentucky Derby going on. We had some NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, some crazy ADL action, so uh, there's no complaining about what happened this weekend. Yeah, I I fortunately got to uh, to – do a little bit of a review and watch some replays of some of the games that I didn't get a chance to, uh, to see this weekend because I was so focused in on the Kentucky Derby. And I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. I feel, I feel like a genius staying, you know, pulling all nighter handicapping, stressing over the race just to have an 80 to one shot, just come in and just put tiger bomb on this thing's nuts. It was ridiculous. You ridiculous. Didn't, uh, put down the uh, Dejan bet biggest, uh, long shot. You gotta put you gotta sprinkle some pizza money on that guy, right? Oh man, no, I, I didn't even I didn't even mess with it. You know, that that horse wasn't even in the race until the day before. Well, like Friday, it, yeah, I heard about that. In, in I, uh, can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, it's yeah, the biggest biggest long shot to win it, right? Mm-hmm. Eighty to one. Uh second and second biggest all time. Second biggest. So yeah, yeah I did some research because I'm like, I'm on Twitter during the weekend checking out you know yeah. all sports, and some people are saying this is maybe one of the greatest upsets, not only Kentucky Derby history, but like sports history. Yep. Yep. I don't know if you could verify that. Um, it it certainly, it certainly was out of the blue. I, I will say yeah. like just the stars had to align perfectly for it to happen. Mm-hmm. Like you have a jock that rides like the Ohio slash Northern Kentucky circuit. You have, I mean, I, I couldn't even, tell you off the top of my head right now where that horse raced last like it was it was insanity and it just took um, a million things to happen right for that horse to win yeah. and it did it was but amazing it's, it's one thing for the horse you know come out of the gate and be north, like towards the front the entire race but i mean the video that's been going around twitter was the overhead uh oh, yeah. shot around that last corner for him to weave in and out of that crowd oh and he took the inside position he was with entering the stretch. That horse was stuck in between about four horses and had a wall of other horses in front of him. And it just opened up. And then Sony Leone saw the path at the rail and, you know, 
he starts flying up the rail and then he like Tokyo drifts like into another path after, <laughs> after another horse like shuts down the rail. It was, it was amazing. It was, this will be a hit Disney that, movie. uh, hit that. Sea <laughs> biscuit part two. Oh man. It won't, God, it deserves its own title. It doesn't even, you know, rich strike part one, man. I That's love it. it. Gotta it's, give uh... it it's from yeah. uh, Calumet Farms, right? I had a bottle of Calumet bourbon. I had to drink that last night to kind of celebrate the uh, big weekend that horse had. I'll, I'll tell you what, I couldn't even answer that question off the top of my head because that's how little attention I paid to that <laughs> horse. Like it was, it was, it was absurd. You know where you where you don't get eighty to one upsets yet? Yet the ADL. That's until yeah. Detroit wins the game. That's right. That's that is very <laughs> true. So we, we'll we're gonna do a, a roundup of uh you know all of our non marquee games. We're gonna hit those really quick, and then we'll also do our uh do our marquee games to kind of check up on on how those went. But man, just you know, we're gonna have to hit a little ad break before we get into the uh to the uh, non marquee mm-hmm. games. But just what what was your general takeaway from the, for the weekend? Uh. The weather plays a big factor. We seven of the ten games hit unders, and there is some wind going across the entire country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a lot of unders. One very notable over, though, that we will we'll definitely uh, we talk will about. Hits on that. Yes, yes. We will. We're going to hit on it. Have a big, just full throated Ric Flair woo for for that one coming up, but. We're going to hit a quick break, and then whenever we come back, we're going to run through our non-marquee matchups from the last week, give a little breakdown, see who's uh, who's a good team and who's a great team, because we all know great teams cover. So we'll be right back with more of the Tilted Land Shark podcast. Make sure to get down on the wins Bet 50 to win 200 promotion, where $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, the WinBet Casino is offering a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And of course, don't forget to get involved in their same game parlays with the win zone build your own bet feature. All users can receive a $20 free bet when they win, lose, or push a three plus leg build your own bet parlay between Thursday through Saturday. Players can take advantage of the offer on the NBA playoffs. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Fellas, have you started your spring cleaning yet? Carpets need cleaning, the drapes need dusting, and your lawn needs mowing. Spring has sprung, and the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming have the best tools for cleaning aisle 5 in your pants. Time to clear out your winter bush and join the other 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code SGP. Not only do I love the new Manscaped lawnmower 4.0 to get me just smooth as a turtle shell, but I also love the other stuff that comes with your lawnmower 4.0. The stuff that keeps you smelling fresh, keeps your skin nice and hydrated. Check out the Crop Preserver, anti-chafing, ball deodorant, all-in-one, the Crop Reviver. It will spray on, a little touch-up if you need it. Get 20% off, plus free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off, plus free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. And we're back! I always like to just up the volume to get the get the energy going uh, right out of an ad read, you know? Uh, man... <laughs> 
we I, I feel like we were pretty well on some games this uh the, this past week uh we we had some some bold calls some places and mm-hmm. uh they came through and also we had a just a really I would easy say, total uh, to exploit that we hammered yeah there's a little mixture of you know what we think is going on is actually going on and i will say there's a game in here where i may eat my own words and not have to correct myself moving forward so okay a little uh roller coaster of pride and humility nothing 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 pro diet you know when you have to eat it mm-hmm. it's uh i hear it's slimming these days all right it's, so uh... <laughs> we'll jump right into it uh first one uh, i believe our only game out of the south division uh for the mm-hmm. week we had uh carolina uh, i believe traveling to uh tampa bay to take on the uh the uh, cannons and uh i mean carolina was a huge favorite in here 11 and a half i i believe huge. i took I believe I took Tampa Bay there to to cover that. Um, I think Zach keeps keeps track of the record, so I'll have to tell me if I'm lying to you or not. I'm but... uh, I'm pulling that up right now. That's the oh, one thing I did not pull up. So the, me... she- the sheet of integrity, as I like to call it. Let's go to week two. Here I had it at eight and a half, and you still took Tampa Bay, and they still covered the eight and a half. So uh, yeah, that was That's that right. was a pretty do a little uh, pleaser on that one. Buy uh buy a few points. Woo. Get the odds even better. Look at yeah, you. Carolina ends up winning it by six, 1913. Uh, you know, probably not not a whole lot to say about this game other than that was a mm-hmm. gigantic spread from a from a betting standpoint. Uh, it looks like yeah. the, the the totals managed to normalize a little bit because we had a we had a game go under here uh, with a, a 36 and a half point spread or sorry total. Yeah. Uh, uh, you think they're figuring it out with the uh, with the uh, the totals? Man, I hope not. I definitely hope not. I I mean these these odds come out five days in advance from when they actually play. Weatherman can't figure out these weather patterns one day in advance. So it's a uh, sometimes you just want to wait to pull the trigger. You let Vegas make mistakes, and then you just you know you hold off, yeah. and uh, just hopefully the weather plays in the favor. I mean, this was one of those weather games where it was quite windy. Um, on top of that, Raleigh traveled with five rookies. They've still brought some key players, um, but just like lazy ultimate. And I mean, yeah. it was one of those, like, I think regardless, this game was probably going to hit under Tampa's offense. Isn't impressive at all yet this year. They scored 12 points and 13 points in their first two games this year. So Tampa games and under is something to definitely keep keep a look eye on going forward. Got my notepad right now going, so uh, taking notes that. as we speak. For those for I can see him. For those who are just listening, he does one hundred percent have a notepad. I could <laughs> see it. I can verify. Moving on, uh, we had uh, you know perennial powerhouse New York uh, with uh, Philly coming to town. Uh, New York. Getting six and a half, or you know, giving six and a half here, um, that was that was a big number, but it was also something mm-hmm. that you might think that New York would be capable of covering against Philly. I, can, I think yeah, you actually Philly. Yeah, I, I, I want to say that you were on the Philly side of this one. Um, ended it up seven. New York winning by two, seventeen fifteen. Mm-hmm. Another game goes under. They had this set at four, 42 and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is I this is one I had at five and a half. So you know, the book was kind of close to it, but yet we both picked Philly. Um, gave that little nugget last week that New York can't cover spreads. They're gonna, I think, every game outside of DC, they're gonna be five six point favorites. 
we'll see if they cover that. Maybe not against Montreal either. Uh, but this is an, another one of those uh, ugly weather games. Yep. I think MLB had four games postponed up in the Northeast Saturday. Yeah, yeah I this, think this, it, it was the weather system that was supposed to just piss rain all over Kentucky Derby weekend, and mm-hmm. that didn't up happening. Instead, it just pissed rain on the Northeast, apparently, and me- only messed with half of my of gambling interests. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, that you know the empire just straight empiring things. And now if you are keeping mm-hmm. track of the actual New York empire, now uh, the colonies that they have absorbed, I believe that's uh, DC and now Philadelphia also belongs to New York. If we're going by, by colonizer the, uh, rules. conquest map. Yep. Um, yeah. I will say there's uh, some controversy coming out of this game. If anyone here follows uh, ultimate Twitter, the very end of the game, I think Philly was down two with like 12 seconds left. New York receives a pull. First pull, Binyat goes for an upline. Um, the Philly defender, I don't know who the defender was, comes flying in, knee level, takes the knees out of Binyat, kind of in an angle where it could have bent the wrong way. It, I mean, I get you want to play all the way through the game. I'm all about that. There's uh, some give and take with this take of like, does this player actually, does he need to do that down two with 12 seconds left? Um, I know in ultimate, there's this thing called dangerous plays that a lot of players keep an eye out for. Um, you don't really know it till you see it, but it's, it's a give and take and there's a lot of controversy going on with it. They're actually asking the AUDL to respond to this, which will be interesting to see what happens. Right. Um, so it's kind of a wait and see and see how they take it. I know most of Ultimate wants to see some consequences. Um, but, yeah, this is a, a controversial – I mean, it's against the league MVP, two-time reigning MVP. So maybe right. uh, something will happen here to protect him, right? I mean, I do think that certainly things that look malicious or look Mm-hmm. like they were intentional 100% have to be have to be looked at because yeah. let's let's also consider that AUDL players aren't making million dollar salaries like this dude's probably still got to go to a job you know yeah. Monday Monday through Thursday or Monday through Friday you know to to mm-hmm. pay his bills so it's uh it's definitely something that that you kind of have to look at I mean and I think it's like one of the only leagues where you you get that kind of factor of like dude I got to go to work at Enterprise Rent-A-Cars yeah. on Monday chill yeah you know but i can also see the the philly standpoint of we're playing in the same division like i'm we're not just going to roll over and say that we lose by two if we lose by just one to the you know what a lot of people consider to be the best team in the audl Mm -hmm. and okay and maybe you just got a little bit out out of hand but i i i'd be i'm i like you am interested to see what what the audl says about about the play yeah so sticking with the East Division, I uh, actually skipped over this. On, I realized I skipped over this on my outline for the show that I sent Zach. So I'm throwing him a curveball, and I'm checking it back out. Ooh. It's Boston taking on Ottawa, and the best mustaches in the game. And, oh, boy. They pulled off the upset. Mustaches. They did the damn thing. They were a two-and-a-half-point dog. They get the two-point victory. Uh, watch mm-hmm. this game. The story of the game was uh, was wind, honestly. Uh, yeah. It, it lo- looked like they had, there was a really hard time scoring any sort of upwind points, and uh, Ottawa just kind of took advantage where, where Boston did not. What tripped me out about this game was that all the Ottawa players on the sideline were wearing, like, their road whites, 
And every time that Ottawa scored, all of like the sideline players would come out and celebrate. And for a good portion of the first half, I was thinking that was the Boston players wearing their whites <laughs> who were coming out and celebrating. I'm like, God damn, uh... this is the most... This is the most supportive team. This is counterintuitive <laughs> to everything is... that pop culture has ever told me about Boston and how nice of a people they are, which is not not at all apparently. Not, but... Yeah, I mean, come on, they're some of the worst sports people in uh, I mean, in all of sports. But I will say, I wouldn't put it past ultimate players to be so high five throughout the game. Me either. <laughs> this is, yeah. I mean, we are extremely nice people when it comes to uh, you get. You get roofed, you get jumped over. You're gonna give that guy a high five. Oh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna hug him. As as get- someone who who has been jumped over on numerous occasions, I will say there there are times where you have to catch kind of give give respect. You know, it's like man, it's, that was kind uh, of embarrassing that his balls were on my forehead whenever he caught that disc. But still, props props for placing him there. The unfortunate part it rubs off on you uh, in other sports playing intramural basketball, getting dunked on. And thinking it's going to be cool to go up to the guy and say, "Hey, that was pretty cool." He's kind of confused in the whole situation. It's like, ah, that's uh, this only works in ultimate. Never mind. I'm gonna <laughs> walk away from this whole situation. There we go. All right. So, moving on, we now hitting the uh, the old Central Division, uh, which I think is going to end up being really competitive. By the way, mm-hmm. uh, we had Pittsburgh traveling to Madison. Uh, Madison was a huge favorite on on trading card uh, reveal night. Uh, they yeah. were six point favorite they end up only walking out with a two-point win and once again we have another game go under as this line was set or this total was set at 36 and a half mm-hmm. um i mean we we all thought madison was going to be pretty tough uh pittsburgh they showed some signs of life kind of in the uh in the opening weekend playing a close game uh you know beating beating the mechanics then getting you know just drubbed by chicago but uh, you know, uh, good showing by Pittsburgh. Not sure what to make out of out of uh, what Madison did here. Were they too hyped for the trading cards? Uh, it's just if you look at my notes for every game that was going on this week, every bullet points the same. The weather sucked, and this is one right. of those games too. Um, right. I, there's not much I could pull out of this. KPS. I mean, he kind of took control of the lines pretty much. If you look at the points played between all the Madison players, he uh, he played 24 points, mostly defense is what he does. And then the next player after that, 18, 18, 18 points. He's uh, he's their everything guy. Another player I was impressed with is um, – where are my notes at? Is uh, Victor Luau. Throwing machine, throwing yards. If you're going to play some fantasy and get throwing yards in the uh, in your fantasy stats, I'll tell you what. Day Madison goes into Indianapolis and has to play in that dome. Victor Lulau is probably throwing for six six hundred and fifty yards. That's. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned uh, you mentioned you know Indianapolis and the dome because we have uh, what might have been the sweetest bet of possibly all time in yeah. ADL. With uh, Detroit traveling to Indy, where did they set this total? Because it was comically low. They set it at 36 and a half. They scored mm-hmm. 55 in this one. Indianapolis just absolutely puts it on the mechanics and wins it 33-22. Easily covers six and a half. Mm-hmm. He, he probably hit the over in the first half. He almost. I mean, Indy almost hit the over by themselves. 
Jesus. And it's just, I mean, yeah, it, this, so I don't think we'll ever see this again. If we do, if Indy's at home, anything under 40, immediately Hammer. take it. Um, this opened at 35 and a half. Uh, I was talking to my brother this weekend who uh, listens to the pod, and he was looking at the odds too, following this game specifically. And I think it closed at 38 and a half. So people were hammering that over. I think the sports book uh, is probably going to learn, which is unfortunate. I don't want to try to like speak too much about it. But again, this is one of those like empty your accounts, take out more loans. Yeah. I mean, do something to put some money in that account and bet the over. That's, that's what happened here. It was just, it was comical. I, yeah. I turned on the game three minutes into the game. There's already four points on the board. You do the math. This thing's going to go way over 60 points at that point. But it's, it's, uh, it was too easy, honestly. It, yeah. it was, it, it was an opportunity to absolutely murder the book with that total. Yeah. And I, I hope that if you listen to us, if you got that little tidbit of information that you did just that, you could have thrown the entire role at that play. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, we've got the new kids on the block, the new shooters, the Colorado mm-hmm. Summit. They traveled to take on Seattle, the Cascades. And let's see, it looks like Colorado was a three-and-a-half-point favorite. This one was close. They end up winning 19-16. They get the win. They don't get the cover, but barely uh another game goes under they had this one set at 43 and a half i'm not sure what the yep. weather was like in seattle i assume it was rainy windy. and miserable though yeah just windy this one okay was a windy game i mean if it's not rainy it's windy this past weekend unless you're indianapolis and you get to have uh ventilated air and a nice cool breeze yeah inside a dome but uh bunch of preps what a bunch of yeah. jerks wasn't the prettiest uh, showing for Colorado, honestly. I don't. I wasn't too impressed the first game. Yeah, but we I will have would... much more to say about Colorado yeah. uh, shortly. It's uh, you know, uh, Seattle. Uh, you kind of pegged it. This is this is a team that you would just buy where they're located would be a little bit better. Um, yeah, and then it looks like they're going to have a tough time because there are some very good teams in the West. Yeah, I mean, I will say there's one guy in Seattle I like. Um, when we get our fantasy league up and running, if you're doing the uh, ulti world, you know, daily fantasy, Zeppelin Ronick from Seattle, rookie this year, showing out week one, I think he had up to like nine assistant goals this week against Colorado, did some more damage, exciting kid to watch, someone to watch out for on Seattle. Um, but it's, just, it's not a one man show. Seattle's young, Colorado's got all the studs. So, Tough to overcome that. Yeah. And then the last of our non-marquee games, uh, we had San Diego head to Oakland to take on the, the San Diego glass jugs of beer versus the Oakland uh, New York street gang from the 50s. Hey, the spiders. hey we're playing ultimate here. Uh, let's see. It looks like uh, San Diego was a four and a half point favorite. Uh, they end up winning but only by two 18 16 mm-hmm. and yet again the game goes under under yeah yep. uh so maybe we saw just like a drastic overreaction from last week you know with the totals to now mm-hmm. they've went crazy you know high to the number and now maybe we'll just kind of find equilibrium this week as long as they don't find equilibrium with the indianapolis games i'm cool with that 
Yeah, I mean, I think they've uh, they've listened to us. You look at the totals in some of these games in the West. Go back to the uh, – we're going to talk about Colorado-Portland. And it was uh, it was high. Colorado-Portland, 48.5. Colorado-Seattle, 43.5. They had the San Diego-Oakland game at 39.5. But I think they're, they tried to overcompensate. Some of the East games were 42.5, 43.5, 46.5. Um, but the weather got the better part of ultimate this weekend. Something you definitely have to keep an eye out for. That's right. It's one of the came, it's one of the commandments, and there are two of them, so they're easy to remember, folks. Mm-hmm. Know the rosters, know the weather. Brought to you by Zach Ultimate Betting Moses Avello. There we go. There Got we on go. a quality one. So we're gonna take it, and when we come back, we are going to wrap up what were what were our two or sorry three marquee games from the weekend where we had a. Uh, the Boston Glory going taking on Montreal in Montreal, uh, Chicago traveling uh, to play Minnesota, and uh, what was absolutely the game of the weekend: uh, Colorado uh, taking on the other uh, other new team, one of the other new teams in the West, Portland, the Nitros, and what ended up being a barn burner. So mm. we will be right back right after these words to uh, to go over these just banger matchups. We'll be back. We're brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all of the things costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that is athleticgreens.com SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed, your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're using streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. 
And we are back. We're here to wrap up our marquee games from the weekend. The ones that we put a big star on our calendar next to. These were the games to watch. And starting off, the Boston Glory coming off of a big win week one. They drop a game the Friday against Ottawa, which no shame in losing to those mustaches. None at all. But Mm -mm. they take what uh, turns out to be a surprisingly short road trip. Uh, I was thinking it was a roughly 15-hour drive. Uh, Zach looked it up. It's only two hours uh, from from Ottawa, from the Ottawa to to Montreal. Montreal. So uh, Boston and Montreal, it looks like uh, Montreal was two-and-a-half-point favorite. Guess what? They win. And guess what? They covered. It ended up 21 17. Mm-hmm. Had a huge total. Got to think that weather played into this one just based on how windy it was in Ottawa uh, the night before. But had that this total set at 46 and a half, they once again go way under way on under. this one. Yeah. I mean, this was actually, I believe it was at two. Yeah. So it opened up at two and a half. Um, the spreadsheet you're looking at that I'm sharing with you, it's uh, all opening lines that I'm kind of basing it off of. It's one of those things after Boston lost to Ottawa Friday night, the line shifted to four and a half. And you got to think when you're making these bets, especially on teams on back-to-back road trips, if you think they're going to lose game one, then possibly take the, take the minus points. If you think uh, the home team is going to cover the next day, right? If you think right. – because uh, they, they may lose points overnight. They may go from a minus – like what we saw Boston went from minus 2.5 to minus 4.5. If you took Boston plus 4.5 you lost Saturday morning, you covered, right? Oh, sorry. You said Boston. Yeah. You're right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If, you took, if, you, if, you, uh, if you took Montreal minus the 4.5, you most definitely yeah. did not. Yeah. It's an eight-hour difference, and, you know, you got to take I the mean, lines. But, I mean – it, it, it's something that translates to, to all sports when it comes to sports gambling, which is pay attention to how these lines move that it means something when the, when lines mm-hmm. move, move like that, uh, because there's, they're still trying to get it to where they're getting equal action on each side. And uh, I mean, they obviously thought that people were just hammering, you know, Montreal minus two and a half, if, if that was the case. So yeah, definitely, definitely pay attention to these like our like our boy Zach, uh, ultimate betting Moses Avello does. So, <laughs> I, I mean, what's next for Boston? You know, you have two rough games in Canada. You've got to, you know, got to regroup because now you're now you're running into an issue where the the rest of the the East might be leaving you behind after mm-hmm. you had a pretty pretty promising start to the season. Yeah, I mean, this. So here's what Boston needs to figure out. Um, I think they left a couple people behind traveling up to Canada. I've got to double check that. But if you look at their numbers this weekend, eight of 40 break opportunities, that means 40 times their defense went on the field, eight breaks, um, which isn't going to cut it. Yeah. I mean that, I don't know how many times they got turned. They got plenty of turns, obviously, because that's the whole theme of the weekend. But their defensive offense, so when they get the turn, can that D-line score, I think was their biggest struggle. And they just they just looked exhausted in that Montreal game. Right. Uh, going into halftime, you know, if you're playing, you're sitting there, three minutes left to half, you're tired of traveling, you're ready to just get in the half and get that little bit of a break. They give up three points going up into the half. 
And Montreal goes on a run to start the half. That kind of a five-point swing. They had a five-point run between the two halves. I think I mean, just it, took it out of Boston completely. And it's it's also worth noting just how tough of a game Boston had at Ottawa the night before. Mm-hmm. They were they battled to get back to, you know, having a chance to even tie it late, uh, which I yeah. believe the Ottawa break kind of kind of sealed it. But they they were they were playing their hearts out to be able to do it, and it just seems like they really just didn't have any mojo left for for Montreal uh, the next day there in, in, in Quebec. Um, mm-hmm. Here we go. Uh, uh, battle against who's probably going to be the you know two of the top three teams in in the Central, quite possibly the top two: Chicago at Minnesota, and uh, Chicago goes on the road and gets it done in a game that was a pick'em. They get it done 24-21, and uh, oh, my stars, we had an over. Good night. Look what? at that. In the Midwest. In the Midwest. <laughs> That's insane. Insanity. Insanity. Uh, how how did we get good weather in Minnesota? I think it was. It looks pretty nice. Um, I didn't really catch too much of it. I saw a couple highlights. Um, also, to say, we kind of screwed up this uh, FS2 partnership with the AEDL. Um, you can't get it on ADL TV, I'm guessing, for blackout reasons. Yep. Plus, the games are shown Saturday night kind of after they're done. If you got DVR, YouTube TV, hit that record button Saturday um, before it starts. I won't be able to watch it until Wednesday, unfortunately. But I guess the weather was okay, you know, just next door in Madison. Yeah. It was hella windy. So I, I had no idea what was going on here. But this is the game where I'm going to have to eat my words. Um, please, please. Yeah. Dine. Dine on the words. Say it. Chicago. So we talked last game about Boston's defensive offense. Um, I've got to go through that roster list and just see if there's any names that pop out on Boston. Chicago, on the other hand, is the complete opposite. Um, this offseason transaction went way above my head. Dalton Smith was a Dallas guy, came to Chicago. He was the the guy last night. I Again, I haven't been able to watch it, so I don't know too much, but from what I have saw on Twitter and the highlight reel, Dalton Smith's playing handle on the defensive side. Um, I think it was Daniel Cohen. There's two big talking heads in the AEDL on the Twitter page. One of them showed a screenshot of uh, – Chicago's defense playing offense and how Dalton Smith was literally the every other going all the way down the field. Chicago's red zone, 20 for 23, extremely efficient. Um, I think they have one of the highest break percentages. So this defensive offense with Nate Goff and Dalton Smith, Jason Valley, it's incredible. They got the best of Minnesota and they're going to have to play them a couple more times. But I mean, yeah, what is I think if you if you're new to Ultimate, if it's not something you you played for a long time, it take note of twenty of twenty of three in the red zone because it's mm-hmm. kind of like I mean it's even like football. Whenever you get that close to that end zone, just the amount of real estate, you know, is, is there's a lot of players. There are fourteen players all taking up that space. It gets really crowded. It gets really hard to convert. 
Uh, that's why you, you know, especially if the, the mark has a really good force and you end up where you're only able to throw to one corner, like the, you know, a good mark can really cut that end zone down to like a quarter of the size. So mm-hmm. yeah, that being able to, co- to convert that easily with that yeah. sort of regularity, impressive, very impressive. Highly efficient. Uh, I think the only other team that's going to compete with that is Carolina with that level of efficiency. Um, impressed with Chicago, honestly. Again, I'll eat my words. I'll take note of this moving forward. But, yeah, I, I can't wait. Wednesday night, Wednesday night when they show this on uh, FS2 again, I'm definitely going to have to sit down and watch it. Absolutely. Now, moving on to probably the game of the season thus far. Uh, <laughs> so we've only, far. Yeah, we've only had two weeks, but, damn it, this was a great one. You had Colorado heading to Portland to take on the Nitro. And, oh, boy, did we have a banger of a matchup. This one ended up finishing 24-23 in a two-overtime sudden death. Ah, man. I watched this. I watched all of this game this morning. Damn it, this was a good game. Uh, so, Colorado, two-point dog, gets that gets that cover right there. And then also, mm-hmm. once again, we, we go under but barely. And that's – I this feels notable because the weather in Portland – well, it was how you also would expect it to be, which is kind of shitty. And uh, yeah. yeah, like it was the weather felt tailor made for like a, a just like a Portland Nitro come from behind, like under, you know, underdog story mm-hmm. with like the rain just pouring oh, down, yeah. like at, at the end of the fourth quarter. Um, I'll tell you what, uh, I, I was really impressed with Colorado's D line. Um, just mm-hmm. by the number of break chances that they generated, uh, they really, really good job on D, but they didn't quite convert at the same, uh, at the rate that they needed to, to, to win the game, even though they still pulled it out. Uh, Portland, I believe it was Daniel Lee kept oh, them single handedly in that game late with one. He's in my notes. Oh man. Uh, just playing that kind of monster in the back of the uh, defense and just snatching, mm-hmm. you know, snatching hucks down. And then also a huge catch, huge catch to end yeah. the third quarter where uh, mm-hmm. he goes up and just takes it away and somehow manages to get just one toe down uh, before his other foot comes down, which without replays, I'd like to commend that official because he got it right. It was impressive. It yeah, was really it impressive. was a super quick one, two step. That was in my notes, Daniel Lee MVP of this game. I don't care if he's on the losing team. I thought the exact I same thing. Had... We did not talk ahead of time and I thought the exact same thing. Three blocks in one point, which is ridiculous. I, it probably wasn't the same point. There's um, there's some ugly points late. Like I said, the rain was ridiculous. Um, but yeah, Colorado had a few opportunities late in the third, midway through the fourth, to just put this game away. That included that Daniel Lee catch. Um, they were, I think, were up two Colorado yep. and yep. starting on offense in the fourth. They yep. had the disc with about 15, 10 seconds left. They could have broke been up three with the chance to open up the fourth and go four. And then Portland gets the turn, huck it to Daniel Lee. He gets that little one-two step, makes it a game. Same thing at the end of the uh, fourth quarter. I think there was a total of like, I don't know how many turnovers in the game, but Colorado could have put it away and they couldn't. Um, But they had overtime. I will say this too. If you're a casual watcher of Ultimate, if you have ADL TV, Tune into a Portland game. 
They easily have the best stadium in Ultimate. If you don't know, they're using Portland Timbers, the uh, Major League Soccer team. They're using you're, their stadium. You're actually taking. This was something else that I was going. I was going to ask: Is this the best? The best setting? Could Portland quite possibly have the biggest home field advantage? the teams in the AUDL yeah they can make a hundred people sound like a thousand in that stadium yep it's Um, it's just the way it's constructed the field is down under the stands it's kind of it's bowled off so the sound doesn't mm -hmm. go anywhere it it was loud it was loud for how many people were in those stands exactly I mean you just tune into that overtime and you could see how loud it was uh that final double overtime with the rain pouring down the crowds going nuts that was that's something I wish if I could go back and try to make my way to Portland and play, that would be a lot of fun to play in that state. I don't care if I'm a visitor to Portland. That would be a lot of fun to play there. There were some just outside of, of the gambling aspect here. There were just some stellar plays all over the field in this mm-hmm. game. You have, I can't remember his name from uh, Colorado with the no look backhand uh, for the, for the, like as time expired in the first quarter, like mm-hmm. it just beautiful kind of Steve Nash eyes in the back of your head court kind of, <laughs> kind of dish. Um, uh, I guess Portland, Portland might end up being my favorite team because God damn, do they love throwing the hammer? They were hammering all over the place and throwing it with efficiency. Whereas when I throw the hammer, my whole team used to go, no, <laughs> they, uh, they listen to the sign off here. Yeah. Hammer. You're nothing. They are something. That's They're what, something. that's what they are. That's uh, <laughs> Yeah. It was out. I mean, just, I can't say it enough. It was an excellent game. Uh, But I, I think both of us took, Colorado here uh you mm-hmm. set your line at plus one and a half we ended up giving another point at plus two and a half uh when mm-hmm. whenever the actual line came out and we uh we still we took it we I, I believe I vowed the uh the cable bill uh on on Colorado here and man man we we connected it, though it looked dicey it. it was di- I mean I I had Colorado this game straight up knowing they were dogs and I was I was confident halfway through the fourth quarter they're going to do it and i when they couldn't that last point in overtime there's nine turnovers so each team had four three a few of those turnovers at the end were desperation plays so each team had three opportunities to close out the game yeah and it was a stressful fun as a fan just a fun game to watch and uh that kind of quality i don't care what the weather's like that quality of ultimate is what really brings in people to watch the game. So again, if you're listening to this, take time to watch that replay, at least the fourth quarter and beyond. It had, I mean, it even had a lot of uh, what really kind of, you know, gets the people going whenever they watch ultimate, which is big layout D's and -hmm. big layout catches for points. There were some Mm -hmm. monster layouts, monster bids in this game. Uh, I could think of one by, by Portland in the back of the end zone where it wasn't like the disc was uh you know, kind of running out of steam and floating down. Like it was still moving and he stretched out and caught the trailing edge. Really mm-hmm. impressive. Uh, and then just some just really great layout D's. It was, yes, you owe it to yourself to watch this game. I mean, wow. I just, these three uh, inaugural teams, man, Colorado, Portland, Salt Lake. They're the yeah. three most exciting teams to watch in the AEDL right now. I, absolutely. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. They are really fun to watch. They put mm-hmm. they're really good product coming out of the West, West right now. West is going to be a fun division to watch down the stretch. So uh, just before we uh, – we're, we're just about out of here, but uh, I'm going to take a quick look, and let's let's see who's sitting at the top of the tables in these uh, divisions. Looking at the East, 
you've got Montreal and New York both up, uh, you know, two wins. Uh, in the Central right now, you've got Chicago, the only unbeaten team left uh, with uh, two and, and no losses. In the West, mm-hmm. uh, you've got the new kids, Colorado 2-0, and Salt Lake 2-0. and And then in the South, uh, the team a lot of people thought was going to dominate the South, Two and zero, but you do have the Atlanta Hustle sitting one game behind them at one and one. Yeah, kind of thought, kind of how we thought it would shake out, except for uh, I don't, I don't think we thought the West was going to be so dominated by the new teams. Yeah, and I mean, we get Salt Lake next weekend, so I'm definitely going to tune into that. And guess what else we get next week? And Chase, what? Indianapolis is at home. Yes. Oh, load them up, guys. That's right. That's what you call a tease for our next show right there. Cause we're going to be really <laughs> excited to talk about that total. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a good, uh, good time. Good time to bring that up because that is a good time to mention that we'll be back later this week uh, to, to round all these games up before uh, first poll on Friday. We're even pushing our, we're pushing our recording time back a day so that we can get actual lines this time though. Zach deserves a lot oh. of credit for the lines that he's been producing because they've been pretty Thank much you. what the lines will be. <laughs> and I'll keep doing that too. We'll uh, we'll get on the show and compare what we got. Yeah, because it's always because we know when we see a crazy variance between the Zach line and the actual line, maybe someone's wrong. Put, throw a few shekels behind. You know what I'm saying? So that is it for episode five of the Tilted Land Shark podcast. Zach, tell these folks where they can find you. Yeah, follow me on Twitter z underscore avello. Um. Some fun stuff. I like to interact and like to uh, hang out on Twitter sometimes. So come hang out. That's right. And you can actually find us, the show, uh, the the royal us, the you know, uh, a conglomerate of us as a Twitter uh, with the uh, the t- at the Tilted Pod. Did I say that right? I always mess, mess the it up. Tilted yeah. Pod, yeah. At the you Tilted Pod, I got punch. it. One two punch. Get, yeah. Uh... Listen, if you DM us, no telling who's who's answering. Uh, That's a fun game. If we get our followers to, if they see us tweet, it's like, who tweeted this out? Yeah. Let's play if it's a, a game. If it's a tasteful boudoir shot, I'm going to go ahead and tell you it was me. Um, let's see. And uh, you can, I'm Chase. Once again, you can always find me at of Oaklawn. Uh, yeah. We thank you for, for joining and uh, looking forward to uh, what will hopefully be another just banger weekend of, of AUDL mm-hmm. action. Um, I guess there's nothing left to say here except for hammer or you're nothing. <laughs>